0: Sorry, can you help me
1: find?
2: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. My name is Shannon Haggerty. I am the Chief of Protocol for Alberta and your MC for today. Before the ceremony starts in just a few moments, I'm going to ask that at certain times during the ceremony, those seated who are able to stand do so. And that will start when the official party comes out the front door. I'll ask you to remain standing for the viceregal salute the national anthem, a blessing, and the invocation. You may be seated at the conclusion of the invocation. Throughout the ceremony, there'll be other times where you'll need to stand, but I'll guide you through those moments. And for your awareness, at the conclusion of the ceremony, the 41st Brigade group will give a gun salute in honor of Her Majesty. It will be loud, and it will last about 15 minutes. So just for your awareness. We'll begin the ceremony shortly. Thank you very much for coming today. Stand that. Morning, your honors our distinguished official party ladies and gentlemen i know many of us woke up early this morning to watch the moving ceremony from westminster abbey and now we gather together as albertans bleary-eyed and teary-eyed to pay our respects to her late majesty we shall begin with a blessing elder Auger, will you please bring the blessing
3: Lloyd, you can light it and hold it and wave it towards them. I'm going to get my friend Lloyd to uh, light a smudge, and he's going to hold it up. And you'll put your right hand out and you'll pull it to your heart. Uh, because we're so many here, we can't smudge everybody or even the delegation, so we thought we'd do that that way. We've been doing smudging and blessings for thousands of years. And I'm so honored to be here today to speak to you, and uh, very emotional today on on this uh, matter of the Queen's departure to the other side. But it is what it is. So we're going to say a blessing, and first we're going to start with a smudge as soon as Lloyd's able to light that. Do you see the matches, Lloyd? You just hold it like this, Lloyd, to the crowd. And then reach out your right hand, and then smudge your heart. Such an honor to do this for this lady. And uh, a very rich history with Indigenous people, but all Canadians also. I'm going to say the blessing in my language, and I'm going to translate it for you. And it's a Cree language that goes back at least 9,000 years, a quick mathematical calculation puts us as 700 generations we've been here the blessing sounds like this kiche ogemau skyu ke sage nan kasoim soim kapsoim nan nan ke kwichi waganak ko wakumana anak skaki segak mi asan ka uti kaki bi ta kari ya waben tak mina katam skatanan Creator, we thank you for this day. We ask for blessings for the for the Her Majesty, the Queen Elizabeth. We thank you so much for bringing us here together to say goodbye to her. We thank you so much for the opportunity as both Indigenous people and all Canadians to to have a relationship with her and also through relationship through treaty. We loved her, right? I, I can't, and when I talk to my grandmother, she says that. We thank you so much, Your Majesty, and we bless you. May God keep you. Your job on earth is done. Thank you, we bless you. And now it's time for you to go home, Your Majesty. Hi, hi, Kanaskum Hi. Thank
2: you, Elder Roger. The right Reverend Stephen London, Anglican Bishop of Edmonton, will bring the invocation.
4: It's an amazing privilege to be here today to honor Her Majesty Elizabeth and to pray to Almighty God the prayer of invocation. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, you uphold and govern all things both in heaven and on earth, and by your grace alone kings and queens do reign. We thank you for all the blessings which you have bestowed upon us, through our late Sovereign Lady, Queen Elizabeth, whom you have called from this life in recent days. We thank you for the wisdom of her guidance and her love of peace, for the care and devotion which she served her people for the example of her gracious life. We pray that you would fill our hearts with gratitude for all these good things, And give us grace that we may use the memory of them as a perpetual call to live according to your will for the good of all the world and the glory of your great name. Bless us, O Lord God, at our last awakening into the house and gate of heaven to enter into that gate and dwell in that house Where there shall be no darkness nor dazzling, but one equal light. No noise nor silence, but one equal music. No fears nor hopes, but one equal possession. No ends nor beginnings, but one equal eternity. In the habitations of thy glory and dominion, world without end. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
2: Please be seated. Major Margaret McLeod, Divisional Commander for the Salvation Army, will share a reading.
5: A reading from the Old Testament, the Book of Wisdom, chapter 3, verses 1 to 9. The souls of the righteous are in the hand of God, and no torment will ever touch them. In the eyes of the foolish they seem to have died, and their departure was thought to be an affliction, and their going from us to be their destruction, but they are at peace. For though in the sight of humankind they were punished, their hope is full of immortality. Having been disciplined a little, they will receive great good, because God tested them and found them worthy of himself. Like God in the furnace, he tried them, and like a sacrificial burnt offering, he accepted them. In the time of their visitation, they will shine forth and will run like sparks through the stubble. They will govern nations and rule over peoples, and the Lord will reign over them forever and ever. Those who trust in him will understand truth, and the faithful will abide with him in love, because grace and mercy are upon his elect, and he watches over his holy ones. Amen.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, may I ask that you stand, bow your head, and join together in a minute of silence for our late sovereign of happy memory. Please be seated. Her Honour, the Honourable Salma Khani, Lieutenant Governor of Alberta, will bring remarks. Your Honour,
6: Premier Kenny, distinguished guests, all. Treaty relationships are an essential part of the crown here in Canada and I am proud to honor them in my role now as His Majesty the King's representative in Alberta. Thank you to all our elders for the blessing, invocation, reading and the honor song that I know is going to be performed later on. I want to begin by saying what an enormous honor it is for me to pay tribute to our beloved late monarch. May each of us find ways to honor and to reflect in our own lives the remarkable spirit of service and dedicated citizenship that Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II offered, and embodied throughout her long and glorious reign. It was a reign that began in 1952 in a game park in Kenya at the Treetop Hotel, which is a hotel built in a canopy of trees. It was there that the young princess learned of the death of her father, King George VI. Whilst watching some of the coverage last week, I heard a young African journalist share on television that it was perhaps the first and only time that a young princess had climbed up into a tree one evening and came down the next morning... A Queen. Our Queen of Canada carried out her duties with grace, dignity, and compassion. She joined Canadians in our triumphs, shared in our grief, and steeled our resolve in times of trial. Her Majesty remained deeply committed to her responsibilities as our monarch, right to the end of her life, sending a message of condolence to Canadians over the Saskatchewan tragedies through our Governor General, just hours before her demise. The Queen had a special fondness for this, our country, that we are so privileged to share, and Albertans were deeply honored to welcome the Queen to our province on numerous occasions. Each of these memorable visits was a valued opportunity for Albertans to show a deep love and regard for our monarch and to celebrate the valued principles, attitudes, and strengths that we share as Canadians and as members of the Commonwealth family. The Commonwealth, as we all know, was an institution that she was dearly committed to. As part of her address right here in our own legislature during the royal tour to Mark Alberta's centennial in 2005, the Queen said, and I quote, I want the crown in Canada to represent everything that is the best and most admired in the Canadian ideal. I will continue to do my best to make it so during my lifetime, and I hope you will all continue to give me your help in this task, unquote. While we mourn the passing of a sovereign who played a constant and central role in our country for over 70 years, Her Majesty's legacy will remain woven into our history the ideals of compassionate service and citizenship that she symbolized will continue to sit at the very heart of who we are as Canadians. The depth of her fondness for our country was beautifully conveyed by former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney, who shared that on one of Her Majesty's visits to the United States in California, then-President Reagan asked Her Majesty what her program was for the following day. Her Majesty responded, Tomorrow, Mr. President, I will be flying back home to Canada. On behalf of all Albertans, I extend deepest sympathy to His Majesty King Charles III and to all members of the royal family who have lost a beloved mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother. May it bring the royal family comfort in knowing that even in her passing, her late majesty has continued to play a unifying role. She has brought together the most diverse of people bonded by their sincere affection for her. We have watched thousands and thousands of people from all over the world, including our premier, as they have lined up for hours and hours to say a last goodbye to the queen they have loved so very dearly. For many, she has been the only monarch they have ever known. To our beloved late queen, your majesty, we will truly miss you. Though you are no longer with us physically, your extraordinary legacy will continue to shine through in our communities and inspire a people mourning your loss. We are eternally thankful for all that you gave in the course of a long, storied, and most beautiful life of heartfelt service. Rest in peace, your late Majesty.
2: Thank you, Your Honour. invite the Honourable Jason Kenney, Premier of Alberta, to share some memories of Her Majesty.
7: Today, our great Sovereign Lady has been laid to rest, reunited with her beloved Philip, her parents King George and Queen Elizabeth the Queen Mother, amongst the tombs of her ancestors at Windsor Castle. Over the past days more than a million mourners gathered in a solemn pilgrimage of gratitude and remembrance for a woman who was the bedrock of our common lives together. And countless others around the world have found their own ways to mourn not just her demise, but the end of the Elizabethan era. Today, for the first time in recorded history, a majority of the world's heads of state and government gathered in one place to honor and pray for one woman. That is astonishing, as has been this entire period of mourning. In a loud, confusing, and sometimes violent world, where anger and incivility too often have reign, much of the world has stopped in quiet peace, and gratitude to honor a kindly grandmother whose reign was one of goodness and selfless service. In this sense, Her Late Majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, was, to use the words of St. John Paul II, a sign of contradiction. By the dutiful and dignified way that she led a very public life, by the virtues that she exemplified, by the Christian faith that anchored her, she was a sign of contradiction against so much of the darkness that has characterized the modern age, an age which her life had transcended. As I said in my tribute in the Assembly last week, Her Majesty's first Prime Minister was born in 1870, and her last Prime Minister was born in 1971. She bridged a century that characterized exponentially more change than any other in human history. She did so with wisdom and dignity. How did a 24 year old woman, suddenly inheriting the crown of over 20 realms and the headship of the Commonwealth, and the burden of great office, how did she find the strength to make and keep her famous vow to to devote her whole life to our service? Well, Her Late Majesty would often have meditated on the words of the ancient Hebrew Scripture in Deuteronomy. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave or forsake you. As we saw in today's funeral, that conviction was the ultimate source of her strength. The strength of a woman who was not afraid to enroll in the defense of her country and of civilization against Nazi terror. The strength of a queen who was not afraid to both preserve tradition and to embrace change during an uncertain time. The strength of a mother and a grandmother who was not afraid to lead her family through adversity. And the strength of a believer who was not afraid of death. So we can all, regardless of our religious or spiritual beliefs, join in prayerful hope that she will hear from her master those words upon which she would have meditated. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter now into the joy of your Lord. Here in Alberta, she will be remembered forever. In schools, in roadways, in mountains, in the newly renamed Queen Elizabeth II building behind us. But the way that we can most intimately memorialize her, is to find small waves, each of us in our own lives, to emulate those virtues that she personified of duty, of honor, of dignity, and of service to others. Eternal rest grant unto her, O Lord, and may light perpetual shine upon her, and may God save the King.
2: Thank you, Premier. May I ask the Speaker of the Legislative Assembly, the Honorable Nathan Cooper, to bring remarks?
8: Good morning, Your Honors, the Honorable Premier, Ms. Goring, distinguished members of the official platform, and to all joining us here in person and across Alberta. On behalf of all members of the Legislative Assembly of Alberta, I am deeply honored to take part in the remembrance of the late Queen Elizabeth II. Today we join fellow citizens from across the Commonwealth in commemorating the life of Her Late Majesty, Queen Elizabeth, a life well lived. Our hearts continue to be with the royal family during this difficult time. On September 8th, along with you, I was deeply saddened to learn of the passing of her late majesty. Since then, thousands of Albertans have written tributes and expressed their respect for her late majesty. You have submitted messages of comfort to the royal family online and in condolence books at various buildings throughout our province. The late Queen Elizabeth II is one of the most recognizable and prominent public figures in history. And there are thousands of different ways in which she has been a presence and the one constant in all of our daily lives. For so many of Albertans, your first memories, and perhaps the most meaningful memories you have of Her Late Majesty, may have been from right here at the Alberta Legislature. Perhaps it was your first visit while you were a school child, and your class was visiting the building, and you threw a coin into the fountain at the center of the legislative rotunda, which was installed in 1959 to mark Her Majesty's first visit to Alberta as Queen. Maybe you were here in 2005, as Alberta celebrated its centennial year in Confederation and had been among the thousands of well-wishers that greeted Her Late Majesty and the Duke in Edinburgh as they walked about the legislature grounds during what would be their final visit to our province. From the day she ascended to the throne in 1952 at the age of 25, following the sudden death of her late father, King George VI, Her late majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, maintained a face of dignity and courage, anchored by a strong and steady faith. Her late majesty drew on Christ's example of a life of service, committed to putting the needs of others ahead of her own in humility and grace. For the majority of us, we have only known one monarch in our lifetime— And it was that of her late majesty. It was on her 21st birthday that she dedicated her life, whether it be long or short, in service to the Commonwealth. And indeed, she did. Her entire life was dedicated to public service. And it is for this that she is admired the world over. But when we take a closer look at photographs and videos of her late majesty, the ones where her majesty can be seen with members of her family, we soon realize that perhaps in her eyes, her most fundamental role and relationships were that of a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and a great-grandmother. Her late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, the longest-serving monarch in British history, is now at rest. She was deeply loved and will be greatly missed. May she rest peacefully. May God bless Alberta and may long live the King.
2: Thank you, Speaker. On behalf of the Loyal Opposition, Emily Nicole Goring. I'm honored
9: to commemorate the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. During my first term as MLA, I had the pleasure of serving in the role of the Government of Alberta's liaison to the Canadian Armed Forces, and now act as His Majesty's loyal opposition liaison to the Canadian Armed Forces. As such, the relationship between the Crown and the military holds a special place in my heart. Queen Elizabeth's relationship with the military was expansive and respectful of those who served. Much of this is due to the times in which she lived and the impact of her as a young girl during World War II. For so many at the time, it would have been shocking for a young woman to go and train as mechanics and drivers, and yet this is exactly what she did. Upon becoming the Sovereign, she developed and maintained a meaningful relationship with the Canadian military, many have, who have served in the Queen's Guard. Recently, members of the Royal Regiment of Canadian Artillery United Kingdom Public Duties Contingent provided their public duties for a month in 2021 as the Queen's Guard at the four Royal Residences and important locations in London. In a particularly thoughtful gesture, Queen Elizabeth invited the 20th Field Regiment of the Canadian Royal Artillery to Edinburgh in honour of its 100th anniversary. It was deeply important for her to provide comfort and support when remembering those who had been deployed away from their families, a matter close to her heart as a military spouse herself and with many of her children and grandchildren Having served. The Queen supported veterans through her many patronages, including lending her support to grandson Harry, Duke of Sussex, creation of the Invictus Games, an international multi sport event for wounded, injured, and sick servicemen and women, both serving and veterans. The Queen actively participated in philanthropic efforts and left a legacy among her family to do the same. She was a patron of more than 600 organizations and charities and helped raise over £1.4 billion for her patronages during her reign. As she sought to bring people together through the organizations and institutions she supported, she too did... She encouraged the values by which she lived on the world stage. In speaking to the United Nations, she stated, and I quote, Over the years, I have observed that some attributes of leadership are universal and are often about finding ways of encouraging people to combine their efforts, their talents, their insights, their enthusiasm, and their inspiration to work together. We all must take these words to heart and strive as leaders to work together for the benefit of the people we serve. Rest in peace, Your Majesty.
2: God save the King. Thank you, Emily Coring. May I ask Mr. Jonathan Turner, Consul General for Britain in Calgary. Thank you.
10: Good morning. Thank you, Your Honour, for inviting me here today as we share in her loss of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. I've been reflecting over the last week on Her Majesty's legacy of public service and dedication to her people. She was, as so many have remarked, the very definition of duty, grace and dignity, always putting the good of others, of her people, the Commonwealth and the global community ahead of herself. The UK's Poet Laureate, Simon Armitage, put it fittingly in a poem he wrote for her majesty last week after her death a promise made and kept for life that was your gift this tremendous gift is one for which we all share an enduring gratitude although that near constant universal of her being part of her lives is no no longer there her impact is a lasting one as a public servant myself i've been reflecting on how i too can follow her example in my own work and life We have seen, perhaps most poignantly, through the images of mourners queuing in London to pay their respects, and also with events like this one today, how this sad time can bring so many people together. In so many ways, this is what Her Majesty represented. She brought communities and nations together, encouraging us to find what unites us, while also celebrating how we might be different. Her commitment to the Commonwealth of Nations, including, of course, Canada, was integral to that she was our shared sovereign our grief at this time is also shared i've received countless messages of condolence in recent days from friends and colleagues here in canada for which i'm extremely grateful canada was a place where her majesty the queen said she felt at home greeted warmly every time by the kind and open-hearted people of this province Thank you again for the privilege of sharing this important occasion with you. If I may, I will leave you the words of the Poet Laureate and his poem for Her Majesty, titled A Floral Tribune. Evening will come, however determined the late afternoon. Limes and oaks in their last green flush, pearled in September mist. I have conjured a lily to light these hours, a token of Thanks. Zones and auras of soft glare framing the brilliant globes. A promise made and kept for life. That was your gift. Because of which, here is a gift in return. Glovework to some, each shining bonnet guarded by stern, lance-like leaves. The country loaded its whole self into your slender hands. Hands that can rest. Relieved now of a century's weight. Evening has come rain on the black locks and dark monroes, lily of the valley, a namesake almost, a favourite flower interlaced with your favourite bouquets, the restrained zeal and forceful grace of its lanterns, each inflorescence, a silent bell distinguishing a singular voice, a blurred new day day breaks, uncrowned on remote peats and public parks, and everything turns on these luminous petals and deep roots, this lily that thrives between spire and tree, whose brightness holds and glows beyond the life and border of its bloom. Thank you.
2: His Grace, the Most Reverend Richard Smith, the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Edmonton, will bring the benediction. Immediately following the benediction, Mr. Lloyd Cardinal will offer an honour song. Please rise for the benediction and the honour song, Your Grace.
1: Let us pray. Almighty God, you are the author and sustainer of all human life. We remember before you our late sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth. We thank you for the blessings bestowed upon us by her reign. For the example, she set of unwearied devotion to duty, for her steadfast courage, and for the love and loyalty borne to her by a great family of peoples in all parts of the world. Grant that your servant, Elizabeth, our Queen, whom you granted a long and happy reign as monarch of these lands, may be forgiven any sins she may have committed through human weakness and rewarded with eternal rest. Grant us grace, so that with one heart and one mind we may set forward the welfare of this land and bear living witness ourselves to your kingdom of peace and goodwill. God of all mercies and giver of all comfort, deal graciously, we pray, with all who mourn, the members of the royal family, this nation, and all the nations of the commonwealth, that casting all our care on you, we may know the consolation of your love and grant to your servant His Majesty King Charles wisdom in the exercise of his high office so that always revering you and striving to please you, he may constantly secure and preserve for the people entrusted to his care the freedom that comes from unity and and peace. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend your servant, our late Sovereign Lady, Queen Elizabeth. Enlighten her with your holy grace and never let her be separated from you. We make this prayer through the mercy of God. Amen.
11: ya oh hey ya hey oh hey. we Shall yeah, we wait past that? hey, yo, hey, ya hey, yo. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank you, Mr. Cardinal. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain standing for the singing of the Royal Anthem, God Save the King. Ladies and gentlemen this concludes the formal memorial ceremony in honor of her late majesty thank you for joining us today as you make your way from the grounds or continue to enjoy from your seats the rca band will play two songs followed by a 96 round gun salute to our late majesty the band will commence with we'll meet again a song dear to our late sovereign thank you